Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. And I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi, we've got a great show today. I know everybody's going to like, and it is on Afterlife Connections, and we have a person who understands an incredible amount, interviewed a number of people, had his own experience. Heidi, you want to introduce our guest? Yeah, I'd love to, Mom. Um, Craig McMahon is a brief sibling, as am I. He lost two brothers. One was killed in a car accident at 18, and one died in his 40s of suicide. And Craig writes, directs, edits, and is the camera operator on all of his films. In 2017, he started Spirit Films, which focus on positive, uplifting stories. And he's done a series of documentaries. One is called Life to Afterlife, Mom, Can You Hear Me?, where he interviewed 17 parents who have lost a child and ways that they have connected with them. So Craig walks the walk and he talks the talk. So welcome to the show, Craig. Hi, guys. Thank you. Hey, Craig. It's so great to have you on. And we were talking uh, before the show a little bit uh, about the experience you had with your brother. And I just wanted you to share this with people because uh, these are amazing stories. And, and they give a lot of people hope because there, there is some kind of a connection. So, Craig, do you want to tell us about your brother? Yeah. Uh, well, the first brother uh, that passed away by a car accident, uh, I believe it was in the, this was quite a while ago. I was fairly young. So it was in the seven, I think 72, I think it was 1972. And it was, uh, it was really difficult because uh, I didn't really understand what was going on. Cause I was actually pretty young at the time. And uh, I didn't get any connection at that time. I, it was kind of like uh, a matter of fact, I guess, when you're seven years old, you don't really understand it. All I do know is that my mom and dad were having some issues. And then my mom opened up a hypnosis institute in Chicago uh, she wanted to focus on uh, helping uh, people. She's always been a spiritual person. So it's always been around the family. Mm -hmm. And then the, um, the second brother, uh, that was when he was in his 40s, which wasn't maybe five years ago. Um, we couldn't find him. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, uh, nobody knew where, where he was. And I was, it was late at night and I went to go get some uh, water in the kitchen and um, he came to me in the kitchen and I knew right then and there he had passed. I know my brother's scent, you know, I knew he was right there with me. He was, uh, you know, uh, exerting a lot of energy. So he was sweating quite profusely before he passed. The strange thing about uh, the two uh, way they passed was one was with a, a car accident which, which, which had its own sense of emotional mm -hmm. things. But the second one that died um, of a suicide, there were a lot of people, uh, extended family and whatnot, that were actually sort of angry at him because he had two kids. Mm -hmm. And they thought of him as a very selfish person. But from my perspective, I just lost two brothers. I don't really, you know, yeah. it really just, um, it didn't seem to register how they pass mm -hmm. just they were both gone but it was interesting to see the dynamics and the differences of our cultural the way we see suicide 
who have you interviewed? What kind of stories have you got? Well, um, you know, I, I've learned that uh, spirit can come to us in a whole assortment of different ways. It can come as a voice, you know, where we actually hear their voice. Uh, you might actually see something visually. Uh, it could be a knowing that they're right there. You feel them. Mm -hmm. Or it could be, um, you know, like I had a, a, a sensation of a smell. I know and, my mother uh, said when my dad died that uh, he, she felt him hugging her in bed for a certain amount of time, you know, for a few days. And then he said to her, you're on your own now, girl. Wow, that's powerful. When my first brother passed, you know, we weren't really spiritual people. We were uh, Catholics. And, um, you know, as time goes on, we, we drift off and we do our own thing. And, you know, my mom and I, we, we tended to uh, go a little bit more on the spiritual side. So I think we were uh, kind of receptive mm -hmm. to the second, um, the second brother that passed. So, so it sounds like when you're more open and receptive, Craig, that things can happen more, that you can connect more. Yeah. Well, you know, um, what's interesting, I've, I've interviewed a lot of people. Uh, but with the parents, there is this, uh, the parents that have lost children, there's a, there's, it's just, it's out of order. Something's messed up about it. Yeah. So there's a need to communicate on both parties, whether it's the child or the parent. Mm. So there's that need, that, that want, they, they, they desperately want. And I think all of us want to desperately speak to our loved ones that have passed. But there's something that's very interesting about a parent losing a child. But one thing I did notice out of all 17 was that they were all communicating with their kids. Now, these are the veterans. These are the ones, when I say veterans, they've, they've, um, they've gone through the grief. They've gone through all of the different, uh, you know, we talked about joy. We talk about uh, happiness, talking about being angry, being angry at yourself, God, whoever. And of, of the ones that were actually having the most success were the ones that were actually enjoying their life. And it's like a, a strange dichotomy that we have in our society that if you're having a good time, having a glass of wine and laughing with your friends and your kid died two years ago, something's wrong with you. You should be, cry you should be upset. You shouldn't, have, you shouldn't have any fun. So we explored happiness and that drifted right into joy. And it took them a long time to actually come around to where they could actually say, it's okay. I can experience happiness. And now I'm going to, I'm going to, for the first time, I think I'm going to move into, ha into joy. You know, that inner, that inner mm -hmm. uh, peace. Now, once these things happened, um, that actually made it easier for them to communicate. Mm. So, so it's if you really want it, maybe, and you're suffering and you're crying and wailing, that may be a block. It is, it is a block. And, and, you know, everybody has to go through the, the grief period. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's, you know, I don't know what the textbook term is or how long it's supposed to take. Everyone has their own amount of grief. Um, but the ones that couldn't communicate, both my mom and, and dad have passed as well. Well, they have. Well, okay. And um, my mom didn't really communicate with me when she passed. And I thought she would because we're actually very close. Mm -hmm. Uh, but on, on the other hand, my father did, wow. and uh, he was a bit distant because he was always gone, 
which I found kind of odd that he was going to be the one that would communicate with me, but I, he had some unresolved business. See, I think that's another thing that's interesting is when a parent loses a child, there is this, there is this resolve that needs to kind of say, Hey mom, Hey dad, I'm okay. Yeah. You're going to be all right. You're going to, you're going to be able to live a life. So they have something to say. And I think that's also important. So once they got past the, the grief period, um, and I, I know they'll never get 100%, but when they actually got past a point where they were feeling better about everything, some of the, like I say, like filters, some of the filters were taken down and they could start to see past the veil a little bit. And then when they were experiencing joy, another filter comes down because when we, when we're experiencing joy in the spirituality, when you're experiencing joy, your vibration is a lot higher. Spirit is very vibrating, very high. We're, we're vibrating very low when we're upset, when we're depressed, when we're sad, when we're grieving, all that stuff, the vibration just gets lower and lower and lower and lower and they can't connect with us. So the whole idea is to bridge this gap of they're up here vibrating so fast, you somehow you start to experience joy. You start to, you start to enjoy yourself. You start to laugh. Laughter is very important. And then they start to connect. Now, some of the parents, you know, I had parents actually see their child mm -hmm. walking across the room, smiling. You know, I've heard them, some of them actually get words, communication. Like they'll ask a question. And a little bit later, they'll get an answer. You know, all, they're all different. And in the yeah, spirituality uh, realm of mediumship or, or psychic, there's these clairs, clairaudience, clairsentient. And we all have some of that in us, but some of us are a little more developed on certain things. One of the parents, uh, now mind you, these kids were messing with me during the whole recording and filming. Wow. They're messing with yeah, one of them was a model because they're, uh, they're almost like producers of it. They want to make sure it's done right, you know. Uh, so I had a lot of uh, strange things. When, whenever they would have a meeting, I would go over there and I would just be like bombarded with all these uh, kids. You know, they really, uh, clung, you know, hung on to me pretty harsh. It's a documentary series called Life to Afterlife. And this particular one is, Mom, Can You Hear Me? Okay. And that's what it is. So, so Craig, I'm just wondering for people out there, for the for parents and siblings out there and every grandparent, anyone that's had a loss, that is saying, okay, I want to connect more. I want to have these connections that Craig is able to have. How do people open themselves up more to to connecting and you know being with the people they know that have died? I'm finishing up uh the fourth the fourth one, which is I'm working with a medium. Uh, mm -hmm. Suzanne Wilson, and she's teaching everyday people how to connect with uh, bereaved, you know, uh, uh, dece uh, deceased, you know, whatever you want to call it, angels, I don't know, whatever. Um, because there's a, there's a process, because originally I thought that you just, you're either a medium or you're not, but mm -hmm. it's not, it's not actually like that. It, we all have these abilities, but you have to go through uh, all the different processes, you know, whether it's, uh, meditating, focusing, uh, but you'll have to see the documentary uh, and you'll see that these people are actually improving their clairvoyance, improving their psychic abilities, uh, having more um, communication. But not all of them lost children. Some of them are just 
you know, everyday people. Yeah. One of the things I take from it is you've got to go through the grieving process. The more you can tell your story or do the standard grieving kind of things, the more uh, when you get to happiness, you're gonna, there's more chance that you're going to have these opportunities to connect. Yeah, it, it, it's, um, it's a, it's a strange, it's a strange dichotomy because, you know, you could feel really guilty. You could just feel guilt. Uh, you know, you could feel, um, anger, you know, and, um, a lot of these things are just clogging up the connection. Okay. So if you, if you start to, uh, not, not be angry anymore, I know forgiveness, you know, that kind of, I had one of the parents, his child was uh, hit by a 24-year-old woman. She killed him instantly with her car, and uh, he wanted he wanted to strangle her when he got out of the car. But his child came right to him and said, "No, give her a hug." Wow. And he's like, "What?" You know. But he did it because it was so profound, and now he understands why. It, it it's that woman. She's 24. God bless her. She's going through a heck of a life that she killed a little 10-year-old, 12-year-old kid. Tell us how people can get a hold of these. Well, the, the series is all uh, on Amazon for the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, if you go to uh, Vimeo, I have a, a, a page there where they can uh, watch them overseas. I've got a lot of people in Australia that are, are watching them because it's just too difficult to get all the different uh, territories. So. Amazon in the United States, they're free to Prime users right now. Uh, if they don't have a Prime account, they could um, rent them or uh, purchase the, the videos. The second one is um, I talk strictly to all the mediums and psychics and ask them, what happens when we die? Where do we go? Wow. Oh, wow. And um, so they talk about from right from flatline, what happens to us? And then we go into our soul group, all this stuff. So it's kind of neat. And these are James Van Prague, you know, Jan, John Holland. These are big, big shots, you know, kind of thing. So I got inside their head. Now, the third one is a little more of a controversial subject about the idea that this is a, uh, we've planned this all out. Oh, <laughs> There's a divine okay. pre-birth plan. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the third one. So and we, then chose, this, we chose the life that we're living. Yeah. Yeah. All the, all, well, not exactly every single detail, but we chose our parents, we chose our children, we chose some uh, certain events in our lives, and it's a pretty good argument. I, uh, it made me uh, think a lot. It really, uh, it helped me understand full circle, the whole spiritual mm -hmm. uh, movement. Thank you for building awareness for such an important topic. Thank you, and guys. Thanks. Thanks everybody for watching this uh, video. And uh, we all want to remind you that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own. And God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.